Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. Today, for the first time in a very long time, all of the Authority gang is here. So we have Carol Boston, Samantha King, and Crystal Duku. And I'm so happy to have all of us together again for today's Authority Gang podcast episode. And today we're going to be talking about how we are all using social media to build our business. So the good, the bad, maybe some ugly, we'll see. Uh, But first, I just want to give everybody a quick opportunity to introduce yourself. So Carol, share who you are with the world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the queen of reframe. I thought everybody knew that by now. (laughs) Well, we've always got new listeners, so it's, it's been a while, so... Oh, goodness. I'm a high performance business coach who helps female business owners, family attorneys, and sometimes a few good men to know their value, own their power and advocate for themselves. So they rise up and become the lioness and lion leaders they were created to be. And this has resulted in many of them doubling and tripling the income in their business and in their practices. Awesome, Carol. Samantha. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. It's been a while. I'm Samantha King. I'm a former teacher turned online course mentor, and I help service providers package and sell what they know into digital products that run without them. Yay! Crystal! Hi, everyone. My name is Crystal Duku, and I'm excited to be here. I'm a social media manager to the stars, well, to the stars of your business, which is you. I work with entrepreneurs who are in business for two years and focus and on service-based business. And I enjoy helping and helping them grow their business and their platform and their audience online. Wonderful. Okay. So the first question for today, and we'll go around in a circle and then we'll all comment on each other's is what are you doing that's working in social media right now? So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Hmm. I'm doing a couple of things. Um, I have my Carol's Courage to Confidence Corners on Mondays at noon. And now that I've gotten one of the things I've learned from both of the shows that I'm doing is consistency of time. And when I first started, I was all over the place. And my great social media manager, Crystal, would run all the analytics and say, this is when the most people show up. And this is, you know, that's a great thing about having someone, you know, that knows how to do that kind of stuff for you. So I do that on Mondays now, getting a lot of great engagement. And on Wednesday evenings, I have Carol's Craft Cocktail Hour. And they've both allowed me to not only grow my audience, but to get clients from both of those as well. And you're the Facebook person. Yeah, I'm the Facebook person. (laughs) Which is funny because I remember, you know, Carol, you know, as we've talked about your evolution on social media, you said like, I don't, I never wanted to be the Facebook person. I did not. I really didn't. And COVID, you know, took me from being all offline to all online. And that's where I started. And I think a big part of what helped my social media work was just showing up. Mm -hmm. And then when I learned from Suzanne Evans, 
to about doing Facebook live swaps with people whose audience were in alignment with mine. And that took off. Um, that really is where Queen of Reframe really was solidified. Like a lot of the podcasts that I did and Facebook lives, it was table talk with the Queen of Reframe. Mm-hmm. And when I say about being visible and then, then I'll be quiet, and let someone else go, is that when I first started doing those Facebook live swaps at the end of September, early October last year, fast forward to December, and I'm sitting there having lunch one day and a friend of mine sends me a, a Zoom invite. Hop on my Zoom. I'm doing a Zoom to Facebook live. And so I did. And the guest speaker said, well, the people in the Zoom room introduced themselves and it got to be my turn. And I said, my name is Carol Boston. And she leans in. She goes, you're the queen of reframe. And I thought, oh, my God, how did she know that? Right. And she goes, you know how to do those empowering questions. And I finally said, well, where have you heard of me? Now, think about this. This is the second week of December. She said, I saw you on Trish Grimes interview. Trish Grimes was the very first interview I did almost three months prior. So the fact that someone remembered that and it had an impact, that's when that just became a piece of my brand. So I really believe that oftentimes your clients and people will tell you who you are. Yeah. You know, here's a couple of things that I kind of got from that. First of all, you gave yourself a really memorable name, right? So it wasn't just Carol Boston. It's the queen of reframe. Yep. Why I introduced myself as the extraordinary word ninja. Why? Mm -hmm. People don't always remember my name. (laughs) <laughs> but they remember that I'm the word ninja lady, right? Right. <laughs> right. So I think, you know, when you when you finally came up with that queen of reframe, you know, you set yourself up as the authority, which made you noticeable. And then when you added consistency of showing up on social media, I think that's what helped for things for you to start really start taking off. So I think the the important thing really is when you're working on social media is to is to create a stage. Right. So Carol, that's exactly what you did. You went on lives, you create, you've created your own, your own stage, right? You have two signature shows. You've got the one that happens at noon and then you've got cocktail, the cocktail hour. Right. And I know yesterday, um, I wasn't able to tune in, but beforehand you were posting something and I said, Oh, it's going to be dinner and a show. Right. And that's really the, because that's the vibe you've created, right. You've created this stage for, for that particular show. And that's the vibe. And, you know, for the other show, it might be a different vibe, but you've used Facebook kind of to create your show and the beauty of it. And Crystal, you can chime in on this is, you know, you, when you go in your show and you do your show, you're, you can pull content out of that. Right. So like you can pull quotables out of that, or as you say, the writer downers and you can pull, like, what did people resonate with too? You're live. there talking with your audience. You're like, Oh, they really resonated with this. That can become a post on social media, it could become it could become a blog post, it could become so many different things, right? So when you have your stage and you're creating content for that stage, don't forget, like take that content and then trickle it down to everything else. Don't let one piece of content be one piece of content. Yeah. Okay. We we've got to, we gotta stop here first. Crystal, I want you to speak, but Carol, you gotta share what happened last night on your show because it was so incredibly funny. And I think it just shows how you can use these things to get engagement. And I think our, our our podcast audience just needs a laugh today. And then I want Crystal to comment on it. <laughs> so I make two cocktails every week. We weave in some business. We have a ton of fun. People tell stories. So one of the cocktails, champagne month. And one of the cocktails I was making was a peach rum bubbly. So in order to make it, I peeled the peach ahead of time, chopped it up, put it in my shaker, with fresh mint leaves and it called for simple syrup. And I said, I'm going to make it peachier. So I used peach schnapps and I let it macerate. And so, you know, I mashed it all up and it was 
it macerates. So all the juice, all the flavors come together. So I'm on the show and I'm explaining and I'm holding, I almost gripped it on my computer. They were like, what is that? I, I held it up out of the thing, right? I thought I was going to make a mess on my computer and I put it back down. So this lady, Amy hops on, she's a, a regular every time and she's hysterical. And she goes, uh, I thought you were talking about the other M word, the, the word, the thing you only do at home in private. And I'm like, oh no, are you going to make this a non PG show again? Right. And that's how it just took off. And then Edna's like, okay, every time Carol says the word macerate, we have to drink. So at one point they're getting me to explain it again. And Edna's like, I just drank three times in a row. Like it was hysterical. Right. And so finally I told, I told somebody, game. do what? Make it a and drinking you, game. Yes. You made it a drinking game. And it is, yeah. Amy's like, can you just keep saying that word a lot? Cause it makes me giggle. I think you're making me feel like a teenager again. I was like, oh my God. But, but I think too, the, 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 the funniest part about it, if anyone knows Amy, Amy has the most innocent looking face ever. Like, and she came, she said, I don't drink. And then, so I commented and I was like, Amy, why? Because for the past couple of times, Amy has been the instigator in starting up turning it into G. So I was like, so I think that was like the fun, one of the fun parts is like, she's always the, she, she turns it into a, a fun um, extra um, extra conversation. Yeah. And, and that's really the vibe. It, it allows you to infuse some fun yes. into your vibes, like oh. into your brand. Right. And like, yep. And some platforms are designed to do that, right? TikTok, you know, is usually some fun. That's usually how you infuse some fun into your brand. But Carol's done it in her, in the stage that she's created for herself, right? And what I wanted to comment on for anyone that, that is probably thinking, oh my gosh, that's so great. Now I have to sit and come up with, with something. You do, but what Carol did very well was that she didn't wait until she came up with these two shows to say, I'm going to show up online. In the meantime, you were on social media. You would it, There was a lot of trial and errors. There was a lot of, let's try this, let's try this, let's see what works. And while, while you were getting comfortable online and growing your audience, then you found your foot in. So by the time these two shows came out, you already had a good following. And then you, you created this as your own and people really came into it. So I think that's important to note that if you're feeling a little bit nervous about navigating the social media realm, you don't have to have it figured out right away. You know, get in there, take action like Carol did. And then as you show up and, and you, you you make a promise to yourself to keep showing up, you're going to then walk into that that stage, as Samantha said, that is really going to help and elevate your business. And I think what you brought up there is really important, Crystal, is the fact that you don't have to have it all figured out. Everything doesn't have to be polished and perfect. You know, you learn, you learn as you grow. That is so true. The third week of January, and I started this the first week of January, I went live and nobody showed up. And I'm like, where's Crystal? Where's Beverly? They told me they would be here. I even said that on the show, right? So the show, it was kind of a short one, like 30 minutes. And I got off the show and I'm sitting there on my computer watching the replay. And Beverly texts me. She goes, when are you going to go live? I'm waiting. I'm like, but I did. And she goes, no, you didn't. And I said, I did. I'm watching the replay right now. She goes, you didn't go live on your page. And I said, what? <laughs> I went live in somebody's challenge group. I didn't even know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I remember know, I didn't know how it happened. We, could, we, couldn't, we couldn't strip it out of there. We had to leave it in there. I came back the next week and I talked about it. And I said, don't worry, those drinks were so bad. I poured them down the drain anyway. We'll start over tonight. <laughs> okay. 
True story. <laughs> so Samantha, what platform are you on and what's working for you right now? Um, so my stage is my YouTube channel. And it really allows me to share all the questions I get asked all the time about online courses. Um, it's a great, YouTube is a great authority builder. It's also great in terms of search engines, right? Like think about anytime you search anything, you get, you usually get Google results and some kind of YouTube results. And on top of that, depending on what you're searching as a homeschool mom, anytime I've searched like worksheets, I also get Pinterest, right? So I kind of look at it and go like, okay, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Um, so for me, yeah, I love the way I've kind of set it up is I've set it up that my stage is YouTube and, you know, I'm not, again, I'm showing up right now. It's everything you need. You want to know about online courses in five minutes or less. YouTube is a longer form content. So eventually I'll need to have longer videos to help grow my channel. But like to Carol's point right now, I'm just starting where I'm at. This is where I'm at right now. This is what I'm doing. And, you know, then I've also added in clubhouse recently for the place where my audience can show up live. Now I'm still posting on Instagram. That's, that's kind of like my, my tertiary platform there, but that, you know, I, I, the way I look at it is I'm going to show up somewhere where it fits for me, Mm -hmm. right? It has to work for me. And right now live video, I, I, as you guys know, I've been kind of engulfed in, in a summit that I've got coming up. And so live video just isn't really within the scheme of things. So, you know, I've got my YouTube channel and I've got my clubhouse where my audience can come and ask me questions live. Right. So I think it's really important that one, you find something that works for you. And like Crystal said, you do it consistently. And I've kind of blended like here's where my content is. But I also wanted to give my audience somewhere to show up live. And I'm really enjoying Clubhouse because, of course, it's audio. So, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on in my background. I can put my headphones in. Right. And I am. I've got two small kids at home. I'm an autism mom. Right. So I put my headphones in and I can just host a room, join a room, talk in a room, you know, co-host a room, all those things. And I think Crystal, you know, as you said, it's not, and Carol, it's not perfect, Mm -mm. right? I just started, like I just started on Clubhouse and I'll figure it out. And yes, there are people that are now Clubhouse pros. And so I'm kind of finding it, figuring it behind the curve, but it's still new, right? Very. Android just got it. So people are learning with me, even though I'm, as you guys know, I'm an iPhone user, so I've had it for a while, (laughs) but it's like, just get started. Rip that bandaid off and you'll figure it out as you go. I think, Kim, you know, you're right. People aren't looking for perfection anymore. Your audience is not worried about perfection. They just, they want to get to know you. And and people get so worried. Oh, the whole world's going to see this. No, they're not. Maybe two people might see it. (laughs) Like when you're starting, you really don't have an audience, right? So I think that's the other thing too, is managing expectations when it comes to social media. When you start doing these things, are you going to have an audience? Maybe little bit, yeah. you know, you probably have a couple of your friends see you on and join you because they love you. <laughs> and because you keep inviting them. <laughs> because you keep inviting them, right? So, yep. you know, in the beginning, don't worry about making mistakes because it's not like people go back and rewatch all this stuff. Now, podcasting, that's a little bit different format because if people really like your show, they will go back and, yeah. you know, they'll listen, yeah. right? But even then, if you make mistakes, nobody cares like we think it's all about us it's not nobody cares so but it doesn't mean that you you still don't do it you have to build in that consistency factor and um, I'm going to be talking about Clubhouse in a few minutes but Crystal because you're a social media expert I want to give you some opportunities to really shine here and share you know what's really working in social media right now I agree there are there are different 
platform, there are so many different platforms and there are different things that work for different people, right? So it's always where you're most comfortable. It's always where your audience is. It's So think about who your audience is. Think about who it is that you want to attract and you you show you show up with that platform because sometimes they may not be they there might be a hot new platform comes up but your audience is not there and while it might be fun to develop and and everything it's it's really good to spend time and do some research figuring out where where your where your audience is so for me i i am a little um oldie in that i i facebook is not going anywhere it's not right? It's been around for, it's been around since 2004 or three, maybe. And so it's not going anywhere and it's going to continue evolving. So I always recommend that at least, even if you're not active on it, it's good to, it's good to sometimes see, check, do some research on it. Instagram and LinkedIn. LinkedIn for me is one of my favorites because it is the largest professional networking site to Sam's point as well. When people Google you, your LinkedIn page is the first page that comes up and you it is a good place to network. So for me, how I love to use social media as is as a networking platform. So, so far, my business has grown from referrals, from referrals and from sharing what it is that I do. So people would follow me. I would share stories. I would combine it with personal life plus um, business and as a result, so the reason that this happens is that because I get so busy managing my clients' social media pages, I have not had one. So I do everything off of my personal pages, but it has brought in a lot of business because of the networking and the, the connections. So one of the key things that I also like to, to share is that it's great and continue to showcase yourself on there because in today's world, when people Google you, they want to see what content you have before they invest, right? So it's definitely important to do that. But it's also a social networking site. So it's a great place to network. If you're thinking, how do I grow my business? Get in the groups. All these different platforms have different groups where you can really network and get to know people. Everyone on this podcast I've met through networking, and being on the groups and and then you find that you have a common you have a common goal or they have a service that you need or you have a service they need and you you form on there so that's that's one part i think it's about showing up but everyone on here i know networks online you know sam clubhouse is a big networking uh, even mm-hmm. though you're you you have your your rooms and everything it's also a big networking uh, networking room so one of the ways to definitely grow your business is using social media and setting aside time to get that networking done so um, what i mean by that is getting into groups that are relevant to your industry or groups where your ideal client is and then finding out what they have going and then building that networking platform from there because it is social net Social media is all these sites are called social networking sites. And it's, it's a great way to not only form friendships, friendships, sorry, but really connect and grow your, your business from there. And then eventually the referrals start coming in. Most of my referrals have come from everyone here on this group too. So I'm like, okay. Um, and, 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 but as right now you build your, you, I'm building that, that back end there. So there are people that already know what it is that I'm doing. So when they need it, they know how to reach out. I had to laugh, Crystal, because you said you're an oldie. 
And you're like the youngest one in this group here. So that's why I laughed because I wait to see what you were going to say. <laughs> Am I not the youngest in the group? I'm very rarely the, not the youngest in the group. Wow. <laughs> I think we're the same age. Yeah, I'm an 84 baby. Me too. Yeah. Oh. So next month. Next month. Yeah. I'm a 59 baby. <laughs> and I'm telling you up like, in the middle. I'm 1971. <laughs> yeah. It's very rare that I'm not like, and and I don't, I don't know how that happens, but a lot of the time people will say to me, I think too, like for me, I'm very young. Like my mindset is still very young too. Right. So I remember like when my birthday happened, I was like, so am I like, and Crystal, like you can tell me like, are we still in our mid thirties or are we in our late thirties? Like where, where are we? Like, what is 37? I keep asking people, yeah. nobody can answer me. Yeah. You can be either. Yeah, I'm, I'm like like I'm not mid thirties. I'm I'm still gonna go with mid thirties. I would say when you're moving towards thirty nine, then you can say late. Then we can say late thirties, <laughs> right? And then we'll blink and we'll be in our forties, right? I don't, I don't have any qualms. I'm like I'm fifty and free, man. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like I I love you know yeah. being fifty, right? I I mean I've got freedom in my life. It's like woohoo. Right. Yeah. My youngest just moved out now. She may move back in the fall. We'll see. But at least for a few months, I'm footloose and fancy free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the next thing, too, with social media, you get to connect you, you with a whole wide audience. Whereas if you were really just building your business face to face, you're connecting with people that's probably in your network. But online and social media opens you up to working with people from all different walks of life. Well, there are two, two Canadians and two Americans here. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have, I, I know for my, for my upcoming RV trip, I've got a book that Carol recommended to us a while back um, called Business is Still Show Business, Carol. I, all, all business is still show business. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm looking, I'm looking in that. I, I want to read that because um, I, I know that was really, and it's, that was part of Carol's journey as she, as she was figuring it all out. But I think too, like, we have to remember that, you know, all business is, is still show business. We're going to show up on social media, but like our audience also just like, they just want us to show up like, Hey, what are you doing today? Right. It's, you know, hey, what are you doing today? What are you learning here? Just talk about like Carol, like Carol, you went live in somebody else's group. Right. Um, could it could have been could have been a thing with the other group group owner. But like, you know what? A lot of the time and who knows how many people watch that video. Right. Yeah. But we're so what I loved about that story was we're so scared that like because I did my first clubhouse room, I think, last week. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, if nobody sh- I'm going to be here. I have a topic. I've put it up there. If nobody shows up, well, I'm going to work while I'm, while I'm sitting here. Right. Like I'll just, cause I'm whatever, I guess I was at my desk while it was happening or I could have been, I could have gone for a walk. Right. Like whatever. But like, that's the thing. Nobody may show up, but you've got it. Like you have to start somewhere. Yeah. It's, and it, you're so right about showing up because when COVID hit and I went from all offline to online, the first thing I did, and I recommend this to so many people, I've put a ton of people in his group. I put three more this past week. He's like, Carol, what does he call me? Crystal, his chief something. It's the Rise and Inspire Speakers group. It's run by David McRae. So last May, I joined this group. I knew nothing. And he had an inspiration week. And every day has a theme. And if you're in his group, you get to go talk for 30 minutes on that theme. I was so ignorant about Facebook. I didn't even know there was a comment section that you had to look at. And all I did is I just prayed that it went live and I didn't go too long. He'd get mad at me. That's all I did. So I think it was about overcoming obstacles or something. So I talked for 30 minutes, got off and I was like, it was a Sunday afternoon. I wouldn't have had a cocktail. I'm like, yes, I did it. Right. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later from that, that talk, I got a new client over in London and I thought, 
this stuff works. Like that was my first foray. And I mean, I was so ignorant about Facebook. It was the first time I had ever gone live. I went live to go give a 30 minute talk. Who does that? Right. Yep. So right now I've been focusing in on Facebook and uh, Clubhouse. Now that doesn't mean I don't have my finger in the other ones because about a year or so ago, I mean, I hadn't been on Instagram in forever. I mean, forever. It just was an app that sat on my phone. I went on and I had like 5,000 followers. I went, okay, I haven't done anything in like three years and I have 5,000 followers. So, you know, I do make sure that now I'm regularly posting on Instagram, but it's not my, my playhouse. And but I have been focusing in on uh, Facebook and Clubhouse. So my goals on Facebook is just to really get out there in a big way, especially with the Author to Authority book coming out. So I've been posting a lot about the book and, and sections and getting uh, really good feedback there. My main focus is building the group. Mm-hmm. So the group's about 600 people. So, you know, if you've been enjoying this podcast and you want the Facebook experience, Come join the author to authority group on Facebook because, you know, we do a lot of different things in there, a lot of different teaching training. We have fun in the group because I, we do a lot of wordplay, a lot of puns. People love, I post puns every single day and everybody <laughs> loves them. But where I've been focusing in on is Clubhouse. And, you know, I was one of these Android people that were chomping at the bit. I'm watching everyone getting amazing results on Clubhouse and I'm on Android. And I'm like, come on, let me in, let me in. And so because I had, you know, registered like back when Clubhouse started, I got to be one of the Android beta testers. So I got in in May. So here's some hints. If you guys are using Clubhouse, so here's here's some hints and tips for you. Uh, Here's what I've learned. First of all, if you're going to start a room, have a co-host, because if someone sees your room and they only see you there, they won't stay. So always have a, if you're good, that's why I'm not hosting rooms yet, because I'm, I'm, kind of gathering and following and making connections with people and kind of figuring out, you know, how, what, what do I want my room to look like my show to look like? And, you know, who am I going to have help co-host? So maybe that's something that we can do as the authority gang is, you know, host, host these rooms on, on clubhouse. Cause I think if the four of us are on and we're having these really great conversations, that's the thing about clubhouse too. It's not really about teaching and training. It's about the conversation. Mm-hmm. And giving everybody opportunities to speak. And that's what it's been working well. And what I've been doing is is joining some really good powerhouse groups on Clubhouse. And a lot of these groups will let you come up, introduce yourself or comment or ask a question. So every time I go into a new room, if they let me up on stage and do a really great introduction to begin with, so I do my strong introduction, but then I provide something really valuable, you know, a hint, a tip, I answer somebody's question, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm starting to gain authority on there. And every time that I'm on a stage and I say something, people start following me. Mm-hmm. So I'm organically growing followers. Now I'm almost up to 200 in, let's say May. I didn't. I kind of started in May. So let's just say June and July. Right. And I'm not on Clubhouse every day right now because just a lot going on in my life. But what I'm finding is, is that as I'm showing up, I'm getting the followers. So right now I want to build to about 300 followers and then I'm going to start my own consistent room. So, you know, that's some hints and tips for when when you're on Clubhouse is really show up. Don't just listen. If someone will let you up on their stage, you get up there and you shine, you, you share your expertise. You know, that's how you show authority is you take advantage of these. So I'm on Clubhouse and I'm, you know, it's like Instagram, you just scan, right? I'm scanning through all the different rooms, seeing, you know, I had some time, do I want to hop on one? 
And they had one, you know, um, share your story in five minutes and win $5,000. I'm like, Ooh, I like that. Right. And so I get on there and, you know, you had to go off the site to register. That's how they're building their email list. Right. And, you know, you had to get a free ticket to their conference. I don't know whether I'll go or not, but, and you do this and you get your five minutes to speak. And then they have a panel of judges that kind of critique you. And I thought, do I do this? Do I do this? And I thought, you know what? If I'm going to show up, I'm just going to show up. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I don't win the $5,000. Okay. <laughs> right. I and mean, I get some good feedback though, right? Yeah. Like when you, yeah. when you introduce, sometimes you get some really good feedback. I think it's interesting because I, and I love your approach and that's like, I think that's a great way to organically grow. And that's something that I'm going to be adding into my clubhouse approach, but I created a club as soon as I could and just started hosting rooms. And I tell my audience that I'm going to be on there and, you know, that's and show and consistency is key. Right. So I'm like, it's going to be this day at this time, show up, don't show up, whatever. Right. Um, but I tell my audience that I'm on there and share that it's, and, and I think that, you know, that'll get, that's great. But if you really want to grow, like your pro, like that's kind of what you're saying is that's kind of the next step, right? Like, get out there and, and listen to other people. And there's all kinds of rooms and you can connect with people and clubhouse just introduced the, um, messaging. The, the, yeah, the, what they call the back channel. So like, and if you've been on clubhouse actively for a while, that could also be why your Instagram went up because most people were going yep. like you would connect with somebody and you follow them on clubhouse. But if you wanted to like talk to them like privately or outside of the rooms, you would go to Instagram to DM them. Right. Yes. So that could be it. But, I, but yeah, last week clubhouse introduced back channels. So now people can, you can actually, as you're going and you can, now we can start connecting even more and saying, I was just in a room with you. I loved what you said about X, Y, and Z. Would you like to co-host a room together? Yeah. And one of the things that that I see a lot of people doing, which I'm going to do is, you know, if you're up there talking and you have something free that you give away, you know, you can now say, you know, back channel me or DM me uh, the word book and I'll send you a free sample of my you know, and then obviously when they do that, you get their email address, you send them the link, you know, to your email. So I'm going to be doing that as well. Um, unfortunately, as an Android user, they won't let me create a club. They're limiting to two clubs a month and you have to be one of the top users right now to create a club on Clubhouse. So anyone who got in early and created a club is like in heaven and us new ones. Well, you had to initially you had to apply. So I remember that I applied and then I think they switched their process so that they were only giving it to the top users. Right. So, cause I never heard anything about my application. And then one day I just, cause I wouldn't call myself a top user. Like you have more followers than I do. You're probably more active on it regularly than I am. Um, I just went in one day and it was, and I could create a club. So I've got a small club that's starting. Yeah. Earlier adopter in your Apple. See, I think it's because I'm Crystal, a leader. Crystal, is, Crystal is dying to say something. Crystal, say Oh, it. sorry. Go ahead, Crystal. Go ahead. In good old Facebook, for those that might be having some challenges on Clubhouse, good old Facebook has has introduced a Clubhouse version now called Backroom as well. So it's 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 actually good, you know, as you're building Clubhouse and you, you, you want to continue building your, um, you can use the same strategies and then also apply them to that Backroom. And Carol, who hasn't accepted that clubhouse invite, yes, <laughs> you can try that. I think it's funny because when you look at all these platforms that are coming out, 
And I, I know Instagram, when Clubhouse started to like, and Instagram's kind of like going through a growth. I call it like they're they're in there, like they're 18 trying to go into, it's time to go into college type thing, right? They're like, so when Clubhouse first came out, they tried to create something similar. And I, and I remember saying, no, but like Clubhouse is audio. I don't have to be on video. I don't want to be on, like, I don't want to be on video all the time, which is what I like about Clubhouse, right? Um, so I don't know what happened with that in terms of on Instagram, but if you go on Twitter, Twitter has all kinds of stuff built into the platform. And I was like, who, like, I'm not a Twitter user, so I didn't know, but like they have stories now. They have, I think they call it spaces or something, but they have like an audio only come into a room type thing, right? So it's really funny because, you know, we notice these, and I was saying like, we notice these things on other platforms that we use. So for like Instagram, I'm like, Instagram, just stay in your lane, do your thing, right? Like just just do your thing. And of course now they've like gone, they were the, they were the photo sharing platform. And now they're like, no, no, we're not that anymore. Right. Cause they're literally going through, you know, we go to college, we try to reinvent ourselves. Right. And it's, and so there's, I, I remember being like, just stay in your lane, Instagram. And then I went to Twitter and I was like, oh, wow, look at all this cool stuff that Twitter can do. Right. And it's just so funny because, you know, you, if you're not on that platform all the time, you miss it. Right. I'm not on Facebook not a Facebook user, not, not somebody who's, and, and I'm sure Facebook can hear me through one of my phones or something right now, but not a Facebook user, not a, not a fan, but you know, for other people, it really works. And that's why I always say like, just do what's right for you. Yeah. Like Twitter, do Twitter. You like this, do this, right. It's a combination of what works for you and where your audience is hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I think that it's important in social media is that, you know, that consistency and that you really learn how to use the platform. Now, will Facebook rooms take off? I don't know. Like it didn't, it didn't appeal to me. Like, I don't even know if I can access it yet. Like, you know, um, but I'm, I'm just kind of like, yeah, Facebook. Rooms. But you can't compete with Facebook's groups. No, 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 no. No, but I'm talking like about yeah. their version of Clubhouse, yeah. right? Like, is that yeah. really going to take off? Well, it I didn't, don't, I it don't didn't know. work when they did. They had rooms. Be, they've always had rooms. You can no, always host a room. Called, it's not called, it's not rooms. It's called something called back. It's totally, totally new. Um, oh. and it is. So it's not the rooms. It's different to rooms. It's just like Clubhouse. Like Shesh, is this Shetty, whatever, that monk guy who's now a motivational speaker he had a relaxation room that you can just go in and they're sharing stuff so it is something very new that now people are following on it so I'm just going to monitor it and see but one of the key things I want to just say is that as much as we need to be on social media and we have to especially with all these um all these different platforms coming out uh as a PSA always still take time to disconnect from it because mm-hmm. there are different aspects of your business that you still have to grow. And if yeah. you take a lot of your time and energy into getting onto all of these, it can get overwhelming yeah. um, and you get discouraged and you don't want that to happen at all. Right. So, so as everyone said, we all take a little bit, see what works for you and then grow on that. And then as you, you accomplish that, then move on. Cause it can get, it can get, as a social, somebody who had loved social media. And I was from like high five days, high five, ICQ days, all these things. I'm like, Oh, ICQ. Yeah. I was like, I'm getting overwhelmed. So far less for someone who is new to it. And now you're thinking, do I have to be on all of this? You don't have to be on all. No. And I noticed too, that Facebook's now launching podcasts. So that's something I'm going to 
Yeah. Facebook wants you to be on Facebook forever and like all the time. But I think one of the things is, you know, like when you're looking at the platforms, like know what they do well, like know the nuances, like you cannot, you cannot touch Facebook groups. Like that is their, like they, if I had to say like, what is one thing that like you cannot like Facebook, you cannot deny they do well. Facebook groups is one of them. Like you can't touch that. Right. Instagram. It's the same thing. Instagram stories. Right. Remember Facebook tried to do stories and I don't really watch stories on Facebook, but on Instagram, it's the first thing I do. Right. I spent all my time in, in people's stories and in the search function, looking up Loki spoilers. Right. So there's like, you know, these, these are the things I go. And, and, and I think it's interesting, too, because, you know, when I'm thinking about social media, I think about like which platforms do I go on for business and which ones do I go on for entertainment? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think our customers do the same thing. So it's, it's, it, there's such a great balance. And Crystal, you talk a lot about that, like how to, how to balance it all and how to, sh- how to show up and give value without giving it all away for free. And you, you do a lot of that great work. Mm-hmm. And, and I think too, to add to that point that you said, Sam, is that they, they want, they want you to show up and they want to see you. So, and we touched on this before, and that's where the stories come in. That's why I always try to get Carol to send me pictures of Doplo when you're, when you're babysitting him. Because in addition to business, I think people are drawn nowadays to authenticity and vulnerability and just seeing that not only are you very good at the job and and, and at the work that you're doing and you're so knowledgeable, I want to see the human side of you too, which stories is really good for showcasing. So you don't have to put it on your feed where you can just have everything professional, but your stories is like a nice little behind the scene footage where people really connect with you because they say, oh, they're a real person, right? They're not just someone who's delivering all these, like they're a real person. They're a real person like me. I can connect with them some more now. Well, you know what, ladies, we are out of time. I actually, I think we're a few minutes over. Over. (laughs) So, you know what, maybe we'll, we'll pick up this discussion again next time, because I think it's, it's a really uh, great discussion we've been having, or who knows, we might just do something different. We'll see. Anyway, this has been Carol Boston, Samantha King, Crystal Duku, and Kim Thompson-Pinder as the Authority Gang on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.